You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, nice enough to join us on the line this afternoon. He is the sports columnist for the Bucks County Courier Times, the Intelligencer, excuse me, Intelligencer, Burlington County Times, covered the 76ers for, oh, nearly three decades and has expanded to the four major teams. He's a one Tom Moore. What's up, Tom? Hey, John, how are you? Oh, uh, you know, it's a whole lot of nothing, to be perfectly honest. So, Tom, before we get into sports, I have to ask you, you know, Tom, Tom Moore has covered, covered the 76, as I mentioned, for nearly three decades and then expanded into the four teams, so he's used to working all the time. Tom, what, uh, how, can you give us a, a rundown of you know, a daily life in Tom, for Tom Moore right now? Well, what, I, what I've actually been doing the last, like, 10 days, what I've, I've done a lot of columns on um, kids from either Burlington County or Bucks County who are senior, college seniors playing spring sports and kind of their circumstances – you know, are they possibly coming back? Um, there was a young woman from Council Rock, uh, Central Buck South named Courtney Dietzel, mm. who is um, a senior at Drexel, but she's going to be – she's in a five-year program, so she'll be back on campus next year anyway, so she'll play. Okay. She'll be planning on playing women's lacrosse. And then other people, you know, are on track to graduate, have jobs lined up, you know, aren't sure about financial aid, all that kind of stuff. I've been doing a lot of that. Catching up on people, um, there's something online from a young man from Upper Bucks named Lou Trevino who pitches for the Oakland Athletics who, who um, you know, was out in Mesa, Arizona, had a great 2018, uh, struggled a little bit in 19 and made a bunch of adjustments on and off the field, diet and so on, mm. kind of how he's doing. Some guys that were playing in the XFL when that folded, uh, Colin Thompson and Jake Powell, you know, th- things like that. So been able to find stuff to do, but – I mean, when, when, I, when I think back, was it three and a half weeks ago, we were at the Sixers-Pistons game, March 11th, to think that, like, I went in March and April, you don't see the other writers and so on for, you know, almost a month, and it's going to be a lot longer than that, is, is unprecedented. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, <clears throat> one more before I get into sports with you. Uh, now, Tom Moore is a popcorn enthusiast, and when I – the first thing – one of the first things I thought of when – People started buying up toilet paper and paper towels. I had this vision, this picture in my head of Tom Moore cleaning out shelves of popcorn. Tom, how have your eating habits been? Actually, they've actually been pretty good. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, you know, I just leave the house pretty much to walk the dog like two or three times a day. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, I did make. I think it's three of the last four nights. I did make the old-fashioned oil and you know oil on the stove covered pan popcorn, which oh. is the best kind. And I'm picking up an order at Wegmans tomorrow, and there are two bags of popcorn, of Jiffy Pop popcorn, <laughs> here, or whatever it is in there. So that is definitely a, it's still a part of my regular routine, uh, John. You, you know, that will that'll be when I know there's really a problem if I can't get popcorn. <laughs> uh, so Tom, I want to start with the Sixers with you, and 
Uh, I suppose I'll go with this and the news that came out or the rumor that came out a couple days ago that the New York Knicks are very interested in Elton Brand to be their next general manager should he be let go by the 76ers, uh, you know, whenever that time comes. I, I, you know, a lot of things went through my head. Tom, when you heard this, you know, how, how do you react to it? Well, Leon Rose, you know, the agent um, who was uh, Joe Embiid's agent, was uh, uh, started out as a temple agent of Temple guys and then became Allen Iverson's agent and so on. You know, obviously he knows Philadelphia sports very well. He's at a lot of the games, so he knows Elton you know, quite well. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, because, you know, we, we've talked about it before, you know, the, the season hasn't gone maybe quite as well as people had expected. There were very, very high hopes. And then is it a matter of roster configuration, you know, the people on the roster, or is it a matter of not getting the most out of the people on the roster? So you kind of have to, you know, figure that out. Um, but, you know, he, he certainly, he's known around the league as a player. People know, you know, he, he's played for a lot of different teams. Um, and you know, he's, he knows people, uh, executives to be either playing for them or know, knowing them, um, you know, for the different teams and, you know, now in the, in the position that he's in now. So, you know, I, it's hard to say, I mean, the jury's mm-hmm. really out, you know, yeah. I really like Elton and I liked him as a player. I used to call him old school Chevy, which he really enjoyed. He took as a compliment, which is the way it was meant when, right. you know, when he came the second time. Right. The first time he came after um, tearing his Achilles and signed a big deal for the Philly Max with the uh, Sixers if, you know, after leaving the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like him, but, you know, it's, it's so hard to say. And what are you looking for? I mean, the Knicks, they're probably looking for stability, you know, and I think that's one thing Elton Brand brings is, you know, stability. And he's not going to make a trade on a whim. He's going to, you know what I mean? He's, he's, going to consider everything he's not a fly by the sea the pants kind of guy and i think you know they've had so much turnover there i think to have just a sort of a a steady kind of uh you know consistent idea and plan would be a step in the right direction now uh, tom more nice enough to join us this afternoon tom the question that every uh sixers fan is asking the same thing with hockey is you know if they can find a way if the if it you know if uh you know clearances are given so on and so forth to close out the, to finish out the season and crown a champion uh, tom you uh, this is all unprecedented so we're all still in speculation mode until we hear otherwise but how you know as someone who um has been covering professional sports in this town for 3 decades now how long do you think they can what is the latest you think they can go to figure out a way to crown a champion and not interfere with next season. How long do you, what's the latest you think it can happen? Yeah, I, I, I think we're probably about there already. Um, you know, the, I, if I were doing it to me, the, 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 the end of the regular season is done. You know, you, you just, you just stop it right where it is 65, 66 games, depending on where the different teams are. You take where everybody is. Um, you slot them in and you go from there to think you're going to, you know, salvage the last month and the last, you know, seven or eight home games in each city. Um, I, I don't think is realistic. It's interesting because, you know, there's different scenarios out there. And one of them that was on there would, would be, uh, you know, go, having the, the finals go through like August mm-hmm. and then starting next year close to Christmas. But now you're impacting next year. Right. Like that, you know, that's too. So, you have to figure out either are you going to adjust multiple seasons, and if you start next Christmas, are you going to abbreviate next season 
regular season to try to get done that you could start in a reasonable time, or then do you start the twenty, you know, twenty the twenty twenty two twenty three season a little later? Like you know, uh, right? There's so and, many and things that in, in like right. three years down the road. So to me, I know you really want to do this, but uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think if they can get back, and I, I don't think it's if it does, it's not going to happen until. Boy, I who know right? I know we don't know. Yeah. We're, we're thinking in our heads, you know, the earliest June or July, right? Which Probably, is to me, it's July. I just think because you're going to have to have a, like a mini camp. Um, I don't know if you saw Giannis that there was stuff he, he doesn't have a rim where he is, a mm-hmm. basket. Yeah. So some guys literally can't shoot. I mean, he can certainly do cardio and stuff, but in terms of shooting and so on, so you're going to need to have like a like a week long mini camp or something like that to get guys kind of back. Um, whether you resume the regular season or you or you go with the the postseason, right? So it's going to take some time. You know, once once you do it, it's it's really interesting. I know they want a crown champion, and the NBA has always done it. The you know the NHL had that full lockout year where they didn't. Mm-hmm. The NHL NBA had the two lockouts in '99, I think '04, where they were 50 and 66 games, but they crowned a champion. They just didn't. They just abbreviated the regular season. So this is since the league started in I guess it was '48. They've always crowned a champion in the NBA, so obviously yeah. they do want to do it, but they need to figure out logistically and then arena availability. You know, in the off season, um, you got to worry about you know places like the Wells Fargo Center where the court was on top of the ice, mm-hmm. and you're talking July and August, and it's really hot out. Mm-hmm. We had issues with that. Remember when they played the Kings a couple of years ago, yep. and that was like in March or April. Yeah. So you know, those are things that you may have to you may have to crank up the uh, air conditioning in the buildings to try to keep the you know, keep it from that uh, condensation from the court. I mean, they're all things, you know, uncharted waters. You, you just really don't know. Well, I, so I'm, here's a hypothetical for you, but I've been asked this many times, and quite frankly, I don't have an answer, so I'm curious where you go with this. You know, there is the the question is, if they decide, listen, I, as much as we want to crown a champion, it's just we, we're at the point of no return. Uh, we can't do it, so we have to call off the season and hope that next season isn't impacted. So we 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 enter the off season. Where does that leave Brett Brown? Yeah, I don't know. I I saw that on Twitter too. Uh, you know, in social media, I don't really know because he didn't get a full season. Um, he got, you know, what is it, sixty five or sixty six games? Didn't get the playoffs. Um, where they right now would be a they're tied for fifth, but they'd be the sixth seed because the Pacers have the head-to-head tiebreaker. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how you. I don't know how you. You know, would because really, you know, it, it's not impossible. I mean, I would. I would say it, it's not impossible <laughs> they would make a run in the playoffs. Right. Albeit, although the way it's going, you know, as a sixth seed, they're going to have to win at Boston and then at Toronto mm-hmm. um, to get to the Bucks. Let's say, and the odds of that happening. You know, logically aren't great, but if Embiid's healthy for the first time ever in the playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. and if Simmons is back and, and you know, and healthy, and um, you know, it's not impossible. So, do you base it on what's happened? Do you project? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how you do. I mean, yeah. I guess you have to make a decision based on the available, you know, data and what you results. have, right? Yeah, because you can't project. You can't say, well, we were going to lose. You know, the Sixers are going to lose. You know, Josh Harris and so on. Can't say we were going to lose in the first round. Mm-hmm. That would be the you know the most likely uh, result based on being a six seed, but it's certainly not unprecedented for six seeds to make playoff runs. So you can't say for sure. So yeah, you just got to base it on what happened, how you think. Was there a progression? Was there you know how much did the injuries play a part of it? How much of it is roster configuration? 
and make your decision that, that way. Um, do you think, I can't foresee it being any other way, when the time comes, when we resume play, I can't envision anything other than players uh, games played with no fans. I mean, can you envision any scenario where fans would be uh, at the first however many games when one of the professional sports resumes? Probably not, because it, especially if they, especially for hockey and basketball, where they really are, are in somewhat of a time crunch, where they need to get the season finished. Um, I would think that I, to think that, you know, if they start in even July, let's say, to think that, you know, the way the climate is now and, and you know, the numbers and, and the data, it just seems like that's the most, that's the most likely scenario where, you're, where, you know, the games will all be broadcast and, you know, on TV and et cetera, and the radio, and they'll do great numbers. Mm. But to think that they would go from not being allowed to have games to allowing 20,000 people in the arena. It just doesn't seem – it doesn't pass the smell test. Right. So I would agree with you. And then the question is, at what point do you allow fans in and do you allow certain numbers of fans? I mean, you probably heard Target is apparently limiting the number of people that are allowed in the store at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, are, 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 do you allow certain numbers of people? Do you sit every other seat? I, you know, who, who knows? But yeah, I would think – I'm with you, John. I think that if they're going to salvage the season, I think that's going to – that would be the most likely scenario where games without – um, fans. Uh, two more questions for you, Tom. One, uh, the it was uh, a news that came out yesterday that the NBA uh, is. It seems like they've been talking about this for a little while now and trying to put it into into action to give fans something to watch. Uh, the idea of uh, horse matchups and a horse tournament between players. Do you like that idea? Well, I mean, I, you know, it, it sounds a little hokey and everything, <laughs> but I mean, like, you know. Uh, can we watch, you know, the, you know, 2010 NBA finals, you know, or on, you know, one night, you know, and, uh, you know, it's cool seeing old games and so on, but um, I understand. And they want to, you know, they want to do something where, you know, fans are interested in something's happening that maybe they don't know the result beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't say it's ideal, but under the circumstances, I, I understand it. And I think people would watch it because I mean, what else is there to watch really running? Everybody's seen uh Everybody's seen Tiger King and all that stuff. I don't think they know what else. You know, at a certain point, even Netflix, you run out of stuff to watch. Well, now, Tom, now, my final question, and I'm putting you on the spot, and I apologize. You may not have an answer, but it's been one of my driving topics this afternoon. With this idea, uh, you know, I, I know obviously the NBA is targeting current players right now to do this to give fans something to watch. But because it's horse and not one-on-one, at a certain point, I would love to see – Former players take on current players in horse, which I think would be phenomenal to watch. Like I envision, I would love to see Joel Embiid face Dr. J in a, in a horse game. I mean, I, that would be just unbelievable to me because you don't have to, you know, you don't have to have the fitness base to play horse. Is there, as someone who spent a lifetime around NBA basketball, uh, obviously these guys have to be alive. Is there anybody like a horse matchup you'd love to see? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. You know, I, I mean, Larry Bird, you know, the infamous, so uh, with him winning the, winning the, the one uh, three point contest where he hits the baseline, you know, red, white, and blue ball. And mm-hmm. as it's in the air, like he's celebrating, um, <laughs> it'd be cool to see, like you said, current player and a former player, you know, going against each other. Now, I don't know how much he shoots a basketball, but you know, somebody like that, you know, like a, a legend from the seventies or eighties, um, you know, it'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be cool to see, you know, 
I don't even know. All right, Tom, Tom I'll give you one that, that would be hysterical to watch. Okay. Give, give me Allen Iverson and his current state against Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Oh, I would watch every second of it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that, 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 that you're right. That it would have a lot of intrigue. You know, <laughs> you'd want to you'd want to see what what happens there. But yeah, I'm sure you could come up with those in just about you know just about every. How about uh, Steph Curry and his dad Del Curry? Right. Tremendous, yes. Tremendous shooter, but a standstill guy. And I mean, Herb McGee used to take El, Evan Turner and all these guys and and you know teach them how to shoot. And he could outshoot all of them. Right. I mean, and he can probably still outshoot all. Of them. So you, 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 if guys are still shooting. Um, you can have guys in their 60s and 70s out there and beating guys, you know, who are in their 20s and 30s. That would be cool. That would be very cool. His name is Tom Moore, sports columnist for the Bucks County Curry Times Intelligence or Burlington County Times. For links to all his stories and, of course, the latest news as it breaks, follow him on Twitter if you don't already, at Tom Moore Philly. Tom, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, John. You take care. Uh, you too, Tom. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.